All right, welcome to episode 72, where me and Chip interview Ben Brooks, team member of the Dwelle. The next couple episodes are all about interviewing our own team and getting to know guys and gals uh, who ride for us and live in our neighborhood and understanding a bit more about their stories. Ben is one that you want to know, that you want to learn about. He's a three-time Lodija champion. That's three years in a row, uh, 2019, 2020, and 2021. And he'll tell that story. He'll talk all about uh, how he arrived in cycling, endurance sports. He's an Ironman. He's done Wasatch 100. This is the ultimate athlete and man. And we're grateful for Ben and the time that he spent on this podcast. Uh, thanks to all of you. Grateful for this team. A lot of fun stuff going on with Zwift. Team kits are open. And obviously the team dues are, are open for 2023. So take care of those. And we look forward to being together at uh, Team Camp coming up in April. So that's it. Enjoy Ben Brooks and uh, the next couple episodes with our awesome team uh, getting to know everybody. All right. Enjoy. All right. What up? Welcome, everybody. We are episode 72. If you're watching video, I'm Stuart here with Chip. And what up, Ben? What up, Stu? What up? All right. <laughs> ben, this thing, man. Ben, already, ben Brooks already did a sesh this morning up a uh, little cottonwood, and it is like Dude, what was the temp up there? Like four? No, it was in the negatives for sure. What? Yeah. You, you consider wind chill and all, all that. Yeah, it was, it was oh, very cold. Oh my gosh. But hopefully that kept people that didn't want to get cold away, right? That's yes. right. I want that mountain <laughs> myself. We're going to dig into Ben Brooks. We can't wait to, uh, he's got a lot, especially we're going to dig into Wasatch. We just found out he's in Wasatch 100 twice, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I can't wait to hear about how that idiotic decision was made. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> Okay, I wrote Ben's intro. Ready? Ben, you can stop me and just be like, that is not true at any moment. <laughs> okay. Dude, so. the, fir the first time I remember meeting you and Chip, maybe, I don't know, it it's not fuzzy. So like most guys on the team, we we're arriving at the same spot at the same time, at the same place. Just Bottom like, yeah, we're just like, and yep. then over the time, I'm like, well, who is that guy? Like, um, he's always here and... I remember it was like after a year or something like that, Ben, he's quiet, he's strong, he's with the group, we're at the same time. Uh, and so I'm like, hey, who are you? Why are you? Do you want to ride? We should ride together. And then that was it. I mean, the invitation to be part of the group, <laughs> thankfully, Ben accepted. <laughs> and, it took uh, me a little bit, but I was yeah. like, these guys are like really organized. And <laughs> the folks I rode with, we, we would do a Monday morning ride called it. Yeah. And you guys were there as well. Mm -hmm. um, but that group, they they just weren't as consistent as Miduele was. You guys are mm -hmm. always there. You have a huge group, super organized. And I kind of came down to a point where I'm like, uh, dude, let's just, we're riding let's, everywhere all at the same time. Same time. Campus, let's, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, good. so um, if you know anything about Ben, exceptional athlete, um, we'll get the details about this, but three-time loaded your champion back to back to back. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but Cat 5, 2019, Cat 4, 2020, yep. Cat 3, 2021. Is that correct? Mm. Got it. That is how Very a real cool. man races loaded. Mm -hmm. He moves up and he doesn't sit in Cat 5 and pretend that he... <laughs> Sorry. I won't name any names. So well done, Ben. Uh, if you follow him on Strava, he's also accomplished backcountry skier, which we talked about this morning. Uh, four Canyons ride. That is not something that's rare to him. But then he'll also go compete in a crit, which is super fun. We saw you on the podium last year at the, well, that was the Salt Lake City, just like championship crit. What was that? Yeah, I think that's what it was. So Sugar yeah. House crit. I'll, go, I'll thank Lang and Brower that got me out to that. So they <laughs> Nice. They were uh, like, hey, come do this. I'm like, all right. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, you shred, you ride mountain bike too, swimming pool. Instagram is filled with you fishing, trail running, a triathlon or two, maybe. You done some triathlons? Done four Ironmans. Oh so my. We'll talk about that too if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. <laughs> I'm not as fast as the gal you had last week, you know, a couple weeks ago. She's, yeah. I've seen her around. She's quick. She's legit. Mm -hmm. Uh, th three beautiful kids and a senior sales executive at Advanced MD, an all-in-one medical software. Is that good? Still That's your job? Very impressive. They should Thank hire you. you. Uh, this morning, I was listening to Masterclass. Have you guys ever heard Masterclass yeah. before? Okay, so I was listening to these cool interviews with Coach Oprah, K. Right? 
Oprah Co- Oprah's on there. <laughs> I was listening to Coach K though, and he talked about being a valued based leader. And Ben is that guy. Uh, he's filled with integrity, loyalty. He's kind. And when he leads, it's because people follow him out of respect, which is what I love about you, Ben. You're a, a great friend and teammate because of that reason. And uh, dude, just a huge part of who we are. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got to hear some background and history. Okay. Let's I, do it. We, yeah. So um, you, you already touched on it a little bit. My wife's Katie, uh, born and raised in Utah, went to Highland High School, grew up in Sugar House, um, probably... Uh, Adam Barker's on the team. At, well, uh, kind of near where, where John Olson lives now, about and probably 10 blocks below Adam Barker where he grew up. So uh, knew him and his family growing up. His sister's my age. And um, I'm one of nine kids. So that's unique. Mm. I'm number six. So wow. I could be missing for days. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I call my dad for curfew and he'd be like, what are you doing? It's 12 o'clock. You're fine. I'm going to bed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got away with a lot. I and um, love my family. I I and my my a lot of my sports and stuff was because of my family. They we I started swimming when I was six years old. Salt Lake Swimming and Tennis Club, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. For many people that are there, uh, that was like my babysitter. My parents just dropped me off. They did the swim team there. I uh, was on the swim team when I was just a little guy. And I uh, started racing there, started doing swim team year round. I really only did three sports. I did little league football, stopped after freshman year. Uh, I swam my whole life. Uh, and then uh, we had a great high school team. We won state three times and I played water polo, started water polo mm. in fifth grade. Nice. And after, uh, after high school. So one thing I would share too, just, uh, love my family we're a tight group uh, when i was 17 my my mom passed away with my sister in a car accident that was a really tragic thing um mm-hmm. but i think uh, is is was a was a great opportunity for my family to come together character building uh increased my uh interest in my faith things like that uh, after high school uh went to the u for a semester and then I went on a mission, served a mission in Taiwan, mm. came home, and I wanted to swim. My, my older brother had swam at BYU for four years. I'm going to do the BYU thing. You know, I'm a youth. Uh, <laughs> and my other brother swam for the U one year. I was going to walk on the U team, but the coach was kind of like, yeah, you're like this project. We got it. You're like out of shape. So I, I flew back east, went to one year of school at Westchester University, swam. Uh, there we had I swam dual meets against Penn State, uh, huh. Princeton. It was it was what I needed to just fill that void in my life. <laughs> Came back, finished at the U, um, and then really from there, I I was I, I wanted to stay active, right? So what do you do when you're swimming? It's not like you're like your basketball buddies. You're like, hey guys, let's get our speedos on and go hang out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's not- kind of like our cycling team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 this is very different. We have fun. Cool. Uh, but yes, there's, you know, spandex has followed me around. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. um, and back then, you know, we, it wasn't, you know, people were jammers now. When yeah. I swam, it was speedos, baby. Yeah. Yes. Full on. And, and, and it was like, <laughs> when we, when we raced, it was like, let's find the smallest speedo you can fit in because we thought that was the fastest, right? That's yeah. so good. So I, uh, anyway, so that's, that's a little bit about, um, my childhood growing up. Uh, I, I had a great childhood, great parents, very fortunate to have a loving home that I came from. So. Dang, and a college swimmer then. I mean, right? I mean, that is collegiate yeah. swim. That is rad. What what Very events cool. would you race? So I raced the 200 IM, the 100 free, and the 500. I ended 500. up, while I was there, uh, actually getting into more of the shorter distances. So I, while I was uh, at Westchester, they had me race the 100 free and the 200 free. Got it. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. That's incredible, Ben. Nice. Um, and then... I would say you're now, okay, let's transform. You're drawn to cycling. 
Uh, is that true? I mean, how did that come about? Yeah. So here's what happened. Um, I, I come back from swimming in college and I'm like, now what? Right. Like I said, you know, what do you do? So, uh, my older brother had done like an, a half Ironman at one point, And I had a friend in high school who was a really big biker. His name was Alex Rock. He worked, uh, he's a doctor now, uh, but he worked at um, Contender for a little bit. I used to make fun of him growing up. So I'm like, dude, what are these like little socks you wear? These little cycling socks. We used to tease him. But uh, <laughs> anyway, all of a sudden this, this world of triathlon, I'm like, hey, some, I can't remember who it was. Somebody's like, let's go do Spudman. Right. You've done Spudman, mm -hmm. right, Stu? Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. So yeah. I was like, let's go do Spudman, right? And so we go do the Spudman, and I was kind of, I came out of the water like first or second out of the water. I hop on my bike, and it's like, I get passed like 50 times, right? I could hear the dude with like the, the disc wheels disc. coming from like <laughs> a mile away. Like, <laughs> and then he just keeps going, and I'm like pedaling, and I'm like, what the crap? I'm like in good shape. I'm a swimmer. Like, come I, I can't keep up with this guy. And then I'd hold my own on the run, right? So I got into triathlon, was doing some, some mid-distance sprint, Olympic. And then I, I, I ended up joining singles ward after I graduated college. I wasn't doing a ton of races, but ended up doing the singles ward in, in college. And then there was a group of guys that liked to cycle. So we'd go out and do some, you know, got big, big cottonwood. You know, obviously we felt like that was a big deal at the time. And then there was all of a sudden, here's what happened. 2010. If you recall, Iron Man said we're coming to St. George. Mm, and it's not mm -hmm. the half, it's the full, full right. distance, right? And since I was a kid, I remember, you know, Mark Allen. I remember that you've all seen the video of the girl that's crawling to the finish line, right? Mm -hmm. She's like collapsing and you know, gets there and she's like exhausted and 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 everybody cheers, or whatever. So since I was a kid, I mean the Iron Man has always had an appeal to me. And the swimming part, I have that leg up, right? So uh, I was thinking about it when I heard it and I was like, I should do that. But one dude in my singles ward, this guy named Ron Fair, uh, he sends an email out to this group of guys that were cycling together. He's like, I just signed up for, for, uh, Ironman St. George. And oh I'm like, Ron, you've never even done a, a triathlon, never even done a sprint or Olympic. He's like, I don't care. I'm doing it. <laughs> so I'm like, literally, I will tell you what I saw that email, <clears throat> pulled out my wallet, grabbed my credit card went online and signed up like two minutes later. I'm like, no way. I'm like, you are not doing this. You've never done a triathlon and, and not doing it without me. So I'm signed up right there. And it's, these races are kind of pricey. And it's like, yeah, yeah 500 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So I did that first Ironman 2010 in St. George did all right. Wow. Uh, I think it was like 10 hours and something. Uh, and then uh, let's see, I, 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 uh, I didn't do it the next year, but then there was another year they came back. And this was the year, if you recall, there was huge waves in the water. Mm, yeah. Like 10 foot swells. They were pulling people out of the water because they were worried people were going to die. I think actually one person did die, but I think mm. they discovered it was from a heart attack. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that year, um, I think it was 2012, I, uh, I was in the race. And I'm like, hey, this is a good chance for me because I'm a swimmer. So I survived the swim jump on the bike, had a great bike. I get on the run. I'm in second place Whoa. in my age group. Yeah. For Kona, if you, don't, if you don't know, so the way that it works with qualifying for Kona, it's not a time. It is placement. And they only allocate a certain number of places per, uh, uh, per event. So every event, they allocate a certain number of spots. And then however many in your age group, they'll give more in, in certain age groups. So I think that year there was three spots. So I'm like, hey, I'm in second place. There was a guy named BJ Christensen. He's really well known in the triathlon mm -hmm. world. I came out, I came into the run ahead of him, which doesn't happen very often. And I don't know, I got a kind of a wild hair, guys. I'm like, I'm gonna see how long I can hold him up. Yeah. So I get out, I'm doing like six thirties. Oh my god. BJ's God. like, he's such a cool guy. He's like, his legs are like seven feet long. Yeah. And he's like, good job, Ben. And I could tell I could tell in his eyes, he's like, going a little faster yourself. And I, I get to mile six and he passes me. And then I get to mile 12 and I'm like, oh, crap. You know that feeling. It's like the only time I've ever truly bumped. I bumped. And I ended up walking. I think I came in fifth in the age group. But I, I, I look back. I'm like, I would have just kind of kept a good pace. I probably would have. That was my chance, I think, to get to Kona. 
uh, <clears throat> fast forward, uh, did court or, or uh, did Vine Man with my brothers. My brothers wanted to do Vine Man at the time. That wasn't Iron Man sp- sponsored. Yeah. You swim up the Russian River. You're like it's really shallow, so you can actually jump off the bottom of the pool. I uh, had a great race. That was my first time. I went under 10 hours in that race. Uh, marathon time, I think, was like a 3.30 or something like that, which for me what? was pretty good. And then uh, and then the last one I did was uh, I had gotten married at this point, and then we went to Coeur d'Alene, beautiful mm-hmm. place up in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, didn't get Kona there, but came in like around a 9.50 or something like that. So it was under 10 hours, which for me, that was a good time. And so really that... Um, Ironman stuff, that's what got me into the endurance sports. And I really, that I think Ironman St. George coming, I mean, I was pretty sold at that point. So, Dang, and, and so in there, you know, then, you know, what happened after that is, is, uh, after we did that first Ironman, right, 2010, this group of guys in my singles ward, uh, one of them's like the king of peer pressure. He's like, okay, we did an Ironman. Uh, now what? So <laughs> we heard about this thing called the Wasatch 100, right? So I had no desire to do Wasatch 100, like zero. And um, and so he's like, Ben, everybody's signing up. Oh my God. Uh, no, nobody gets in their first year. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll sign up because nobody gets in their first year. So it's just kind of like, I'll just save myself some face. I'll sign up. There's like a 30% chance you get in. It's it's a lottery. And there's like six or seven of us that put in, right? But guess what? I'm the only person whose name got shown. And they all went and did load a job. That was the year I did the Coeur d'Alene. Uh, let's see. No, that was the year I did Vineman. So I did Vineman in 2011 as well. And my thing was like, I don't know how to train for this. I'm going to do Vineman. I mean, Ironman's. They're pretty cool. They're in good shape. I'm going to do the Ironman. I'll do a little extra running and it should be good. Yeah. yeah. And that race is something in itself. Uh, so I, I did, I, I finished it 31 hours. I came in like 80th place. Uh, you run through the night, you know, you get, it, it's a cool, it's a cool experience. Um, I, I've, I've often told people, if you were to compare it to something like Lodija, I say, okay, here's the difference. Do load a job, finish, and then somebody said, "Turn around and go back to Logan, no mm-hmm. pacer, and go through the night." And yeah. So that's kind of like a little bit more what mm-hmm. it's like doing doing oh Wasatch one. Yeah. Oh, I can. I bet. So it just takes you to like some deep places. Like you want to find <clears> out <throat> what you're like when you're just totally have nothing left in the tank, or yeah. I mean, and keep going. That's that's Wasatch one hundred. So. Uh, it took me like I, t- I told myself I'd never do it again, and then in six years later, 2017, I did it again. This time I trained for it, and um, I had good results. I came in ninth overall, yeah. and shaved off like six hours, 2509. Mm. But I uh, I wanted Dude. the 124 belt muscle. Wait, hold on. You just yeah. said you shaved off six hours. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But some like. Yeah. The first time I did it, I sat down at Brighton. Brighton, they call it the morgue yeah. because mm-hmm. people sit down. They don't want to keep going. So I sat down and I got some food. I went to the bathroom and then my brother's like, we better get going. I'm like, how long have I been here? He says an hour. I'm like, oh my heck, it felt like 10 minutes. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, but like you guys experienced with Leadfield, right? It's, I was just, I wanted that belt buckle. They have an under 24 hour belt buckle. Mm-hmm. And they changed the course a little bit over the years, but um, I didn't get the under 24, only I think four guys got it that year. Wow. Uh, but there is an under 29. Nice. I know, right? Just like an absolute idiot for some belt buckle. Then <laughs> <laughs> when you, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, what is it about? Like, what draws you? Are you, are you into adventure? What draws you to this stuff? Are you like seeking to find yourself? Like, are you just chal- a challenge? Like when you really th- sit there and think, like, what is it that you're like, no, I, I love uh, just the next cool thing. I mean, what is it? Yeah, I think it's two things. One is I love, I love the challenge. I feel like we feel a lot when we're outside doing things. Yeah. And 
you know, when we get up early in the morning, we're training, right? I said one time, I said, you'll never miss a sunrise, you know, riding your bikes with me dwelling. Mm-hmm. And it's true, right? We see so many awesome sunrises. You could live another lifetime by getting up early, exercising, just getting out in the outdoors, enjoying those things. That's part of it. It's, it, you know, sports, this kind of stuff is an outlet for me, probably for mm-hmm. you guys as well. Like a lot of us, mm-hmm. right? It's our outlet. Um, you know, when we're grumpy, my wife's always like, just get out of the bike drive, you know, like <laughs> come back and be happier. Uh, as far as like maybe the, the challenges go is, yeah, I, mean, I think so much of this is just like, hey, what? Wanting to feel fulfilled, wanting to say, hey, can I do this? That's why we come back and do some of these year after year. Like, hey, can I still do it? Can I do it better? Yeah. Uh, and there's something about doing it that just like it's it it again it just makes us feel alive. So you want to keep doing. It. I love that. Chip, any questions about? Well, <clears throat> BJ Christensen. First of all, um, I worked with him in Brazil for two years. Oh, and um, uh, so that is a really cool connection there, Ben. Um, and he is a fast. He is runner. <laughs> he is. I that guy can run. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I would just say though that about Ben truly has learned how to suffer, but um uh so well with a smile on his face, just like mm-hmm. he's talking here with us here today. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so I, I'm just enjoying it. So we're only we're only halfway through here, and this is really fun. <laughs> okay. All right, Ben, this is something new I started. Uh, these are rapid fire questions. You can expound if you want. Um, all right. Maybe tell everybody what, what do you ride? Bikes you ride. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I ride a Canyon CFSLX with Tram Red E-Tap. Uh, oh, man, I love me that E-Tap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you, if some of the younger riders are lucky because they never had to ride with mechanical mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the wires, they have to get the, you know, they get stretched out over time. Yeah. But wait, um, I was just reminded right at the end of the season, Ben got hit by a car. Was that your, was the bike, is this the bike? Is it okay? What happened? It, yeah. So, yep. Just coming down. Yep. Immigration and turn left at that, you know, right at the bottom there. And I thought the guy saw me because he had stopped. And then as soon as I start turning, he guns it and we just collided. Right. Oh, the okay. I, uh, I replaced handlebars, hoods. Uh, just one of the little shifters and, um, luckily the frame actually is okay. The seat was all messed up. Uh, my body, I just had a few scrapes. I, I was really lucky huh. and I would say thank you. I, I don't know. If, I know I thank you by text, but thanks for calling Stu. You're one of the hmm. first, I don't know how you heard, but you called and said, Hey, heard this happen or whatever. and Make sure you're okay. So thanks for that. I, I do appreciate it. It's nice to, to know, uh, you know, guys in the team are concerned and want to make sure you're okay when stuff like that happens. So thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a deadly. Bike is okay. okay. Bike's okay. Good. Okay. Uh, of all the sports you do favorite, what do you choose? All the sports. Yeah. Of all the, of all that you do, which one are you like? Oh yeah. No, I'm a, uh, I'm a backcountry skier. Can't wait for that. It's yeah. a trick question too, because I enjoy because skiing in the winter and cycling in the summer. I I probably pick cycling over running a little bit, but it's like a girlfriend, right? Like I haven't seen my running shoes in a while. So, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have to edit that part out. Stronger, <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite place to train, like favorite loop, favorite ride. Where do you I love to go? Say, I love I love the Guardsman PC loop. I like um, versus going the other way around. Barsac is Barsac and Empire. It's a suffer. That was yeah. hard. Uh, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. I love yeah, that. I, I agree. Uh, favorite place to travel. Have you spent much time traveling? Favorite place? <clears throat> you know, my family loves to go to Florida Gulf coast. Been a couple times, mm. three times. And we love it up there. It's like the water's warm. So the kids will play. When we go cool. to California. The kids won't get the water. It's too cold. Yeah. Love that. place. And then yeah. expound a little about what you do for work. So as you eloquently said before, you know, <laughs> uh, so I work for, I work for Advanced MD, we're a software company. We sell to private practices and I am in sales. So I, I, we sell full practice management, we call it. So 
electronic health record, the billing, the scheduling, you know, all that mm. stuff. It's great. Wonderful. Okay, good. All right, let's dig into Loaded Joe. We ready? Okay. Okay, so 2019, is that your first time ever? Uh, have you done it before? So I have done it before. Um, so I did it in 2013. Okay. Uh, I took second that year. Oh, dang. I, I'll talk about that one real quick, okay? Okay. I took second that year. It was cap five. And uh, we, we, before we got to Preston, my brother-in-law, I was writing with my brother-in-law. He had a team, BCBO. It's an architecture firm. Uh, yep. Anyway, that was the team I was with. And uh, before we get to Preston, all of a sudden, uh, these two guys go off the front. And it's Nate Pack and David mm. Alger. You guys know any of those guys? I know Nate Pack, yeah. Okay. And David Alger, do you know him? Mm-mm. Dude, that, if you ever run into that dude, he's amazing. Mm. He, he's a funny dude. Anyway, so they take off. And I'm like, and they have about 30 seconds. And I was sitting a little bit further back and I'm, and somebody's like, Oh, they just took off. And I'm like, what, who? And it's, I just, I just, as soon as I saw them, I just, I left. And I look back about 30 seconds later, nobody followed. I'm <laughs> like, Oh crap. <laughs> so uh, I'm by myself literally until Afton. Oh and, my gosh. And, what? <laughs> Afton catch David Algier and he looks terrible. He's like, I bonked, man. He's like, I'm ter- and he grabs my wheel, and I can't get him off my wheel. He'd help a little. We'd help a little bit. I'm trying to chase Nate, and anyway, so I, I finally at Hoback, I got to get rid of this guy. So he stops, and I don't stop. I just blow. I blew right through that, and luckily he yeah. stopped, grabbed something, and I was like, oh, you, because uh, he was just sitting there, just he wouldn't pull, and never mm. saw, never caught Nate. Nate did yeah. nine hours that year. Oh, nine wow. hours and like nine seconds or something like that. Nine hours, seven mm-hmm. seconds. What? Alone. I could pass this time. Yeah, he literally time trial that thing. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, and that year, I think there was like five flights of Cat 5. It was a huge Cat 5 dude. But mm-hmm. he, in our flight, I, I think, yeah, he, he won it. He did a nine, oh, nine flat, seven seconds. And you weren't with him. You just rolled across in second alone. I rolled in second. I did a 907 that year. Uh, and um yeah i was by myself <laughs> dude that is that is fast <laughs> yeah that is awesome wow ben so, okay so then you took some time off so yeah then i took time off i was like you know like okay yeah uh, <laughs> i got married and so you know i was doing the married thing and i did a few little triathlons went back to some of that uh I think I had done Boston the next year. Actually, I did Boston Marathon. Somebody's like, you should do Boston. Well, okay, let's do Boston. Same guy. Same guy in the ward. (laughs) (laughs) He just watches you. (laughs) He's the the peer pressure guy. I I promise I've never done drugs, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That was the year after the bombing. It was so cool. It was like guys with rifles on the top. Anyway, okay, back to loaded jobs. So all of a sudden, I, I started at Advanced MD in 2019. And um, uh, one thing that's kind of interesting about this is all of a sudden, there's this kid named Code, and he's like, hey, I want to get some people together to do Loda Job. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've done Loda Job. And guess who else is working there? Matt Bailey. Matt Bailey mm. works at Advanced MD. That's where I met Matt. Nice. Uh, Matt actually knew my brother from swimming at the U, so he, he, he was telling me, oh, I know your brother. Uh, so... Matt and I are in this room with this other guy. There's like three or four of us. Um, I'm the only one that's that's done loaded job. Actually, I think Coden had done it once. And they're like, we're going to do it. Uh, let's get a team. We had our advanced MD jerseys or whatever. And they sign up. And I kind of feel like I pulled a fast one on them. Like, they were going to do just the regular ride. And I'm kind of like, I've done loaded job. Like, I can't, I don't, I can't do. And I, I was competitive. I can't do the ride. So I signed up for the race and I'm like, guys, you're going to be mad. I signed up for the race category. I bet Matt was mad uh, looking back, but um, (laughs) so, you know, we did some training together. I really didn't know Matt that well, Um, but it's interesting because after loaded jaw, Matt was just, he was just hooked, man. He was mountain biker guy right before, but I I could just tell like he was a little twinkle in his eye. He was just like Hmm. full on like, 
all right, let's, let's push down the gas on this pedal. Cause I'm going to yeah. get into cycling and dominate. But, um, anyway, so 2019, uh, I'm in that group, right? Uh, Charles is in there. That's I've known, right. I've known Charles for a while. Charles and I worked at sports then for a little while growing up. I met Harmon because of Charles. Um, I think, um, I think Jake, Jake was, was in, in it. Yeah. Uh, and a few of those guys, uh, I, I also Ed Smart, Ed Smart was in there. Mm-hmm. So that year we, we, we start, we, we take off. My loaded jaw strategy has always been, uh, I am very quiet until we get depressed. So I try to just sit back. I'm like, there's typically no fireworks, even though I should have learned my lesson in that 2013 year. But I typically just sit back. I'm like, I'm going to wait till we get depressed. And then I kind of pull to the front. So that was my plan that year. I pulled to the front. Uh, we get in, we start going up strawberry and there, there's some fireworks going off. Right. And in fact, I, I, I kind of came to the front and I set a pace and then all of a sudden Ed, Ed smart, just like, <laughs> what a surprise, huh? What a surprise. Yeah, right, guys, right. <laughs> it's like firecracker just goes. And I'm like, honestly, I was like barely even on his wheel. He's like, did anybody follow? I'm like, no. He's like, are you good with that? I'm like, sure, I guess. And, and then, uh, we slowed down a little bit and then, after a little a little while, then the group, a, a smaller group, caught up. We probably have like six or seven of us right at that point. Um, so then we get to Salt Creek, right? Or actually, okay, we get to we get to Montpelier, and we're like, okay, quick break, then we'll then we'll meet up. So I I, I go to I, my wife's there, and uh, I didn't put any sunblock on. So I'm like, Katie, gotta put me sunblock. I'm a I'm a white guy. Yeah. I uh, so very fair skin. <laughs> Uh, and so I, I, I go up, I get, I get all that on, go up and I'm like, where is everybody? I actually like almost stopped. I'm like looking back, I'm like, where are they? And, um, so I come up and, and I actually run into Matt and that group and Matt, I'm like, Matt, did that group go ahead? He's like, yeah, they're up there a little bit. Oh my God. And, um, so I, I hope I don't get disqualified for loaded job for saying this, but Matt's like, do you want me to pull you a little bit? He's like, yeah, make sure nobody's looking. So Matt comes over. And he, I grab his wheel for probably only like maybe like two minutes, right? Yeah. And then he's like, okay, that's good. I'm like, okay, thanks, Matt. Mm-hmm. And then I, because I, I can see him now in my sights. And then I came up and I went all the way to the very front of the line. And I'm like, hey, guys. I'm like, where did you guys go? And they're like, we, we didn't know where you were. We waited for a minute. So I, maybe I did take a little bit longer, but I wanted to make sure like they knew like I was back. So I went to the front. Yeah. Get to Salt Creek. In Salt Creek. I just, I kind of just punched it up there. Then the group broke up, right? Now we're have like a group of five of us. Group of five of us, that, that's the same group um, that carried all the way to the finish line. And then nice. uh, I punched it, you know, for the finish. That was 2015. And then you're yeah. like, and so, and this is an interesting, I mean, if you know anything about like Lodija lore, I don't know. There are guys that are just prolific in that cat five Loaded is the only race they do. And so they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'll just stay in this group. That's fine. Okay. So you make the decision. You're like, well, yeah, cat four, let's do it. I mean, was that, was that just natural? Obviously you're going to just do another group. Yeah. So I, I had heard, I had heard, I've heard people talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say like, what on earth is that person doing? And I can, I didn't yeah. want to be that guy. Okay. <laughs> and plus I'm like, at this point, like honestly, cycling for me before this point was always kind of like, I'll do loaded job or, you know, I, I wasn't really ever going right. to be like, into cycling. That was going to be my like, do lots and lots of races. It was kind of like, yeah. loaded jobs, like, I'll train for that big race. I'll just go and do it. But I was starting to, at that point to be kind of like, hey, I want to do more cycling and do some more races. So I moved up to Cat 4. And, uh, that year, um, I don't know, I don't think there was any, uh, Miduele guys. I wasn't part of Miduele yet. Yeah. Uh, so I think I still raced in my advanced MD Jersey. Uh, saw tons of Miduele guys out on the course actually that year. I, 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 the thoughts were spinning at this point. I'm like, maybe I do want to join this group. Cause I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like me riding my bike. Yeah. Like, it's not as much fun. Right. Uh, so, but anyway, that year was a very similar story. Um, the way I approach Lodajah is I like to, uh, I like to be kind of like in charge of the pace. 
So of those climbs, I like to lead those climbs. Maybe some people might think, oh, you might want to draft and save yourself. For me, I'm like, I like to set the pace. Yeah. Because it's something I'm comfortable with. And then and then if I can if I can dwindle down that race to five or seven guys, that's my goal. Yeah. Uh, I've learned at least and 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 we love cycling, so there's so much to learn, but I feel like when there's like when there's like 15 guys going into the finish, so hard to navigate that sprint mm-hmm. finish. But yeah. when there's five or seven, I feel like, okay, I can I navigate know. this a little bit better. Right? I've only yeah. got five or seven dudes, 15, 20, you're like, oh, man, I mean, it, it's going to be a crapshoot. Like yeah. I could get really stacked behind, right? So that's my goal is go up Strawberry. I'm like, I sit quiet till Preston, come up to the front at Preston, and I'm going to start to set the pace. And then by the end of Strawberry, I want to trickle it down to like, if I, you know, if I can, 15, 20 guys, if, if I can, right? This is what I'm trying to strategize. Then boom, we get to Salt Creek. Now I want to get it down to five or seven guys. So I want to punch it up that and, you know, see if we can uh, get that group down to five or seven guys. And that's going to be the dudes we're going to go into the finish with, right? The only other spot I sometimes like to punch it is right before the bike path. You know, there's that little climb. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I like to punch it there too because... If there's a guy I see starting to struggle that's on the back, I'm like, I got to get him off because it's one extra guy that could get in the mm-hmm. way. So <laughs> if I can punch it there, and that's what happened this year, actually. There was one guy that was kind of struggling. I'm like, we got to get rid of him. So I punched it up there. And the group kind of reorganized, but we lost that guy. And I think there was five of us or something like that. Nice. And then again, luckily, I won the sprint that year. So not, not luck, Ben. Not luck. <laughs> that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I, okay, actually, I do need to share one thing about 2020. Okay. So there was a guy in our group, this guy named D Justin Daniels. Okay. Hmm. And, uh, we get to, we get to Salt Creek. Um, I think there were six of us and all of a sudden this homie, I'm, I start to lead and all of a sudden he's like third man back. He comes around and he is gone. And I don't even have time to react. Like I'm, I'm not setting that pace going up Salt Creek. So what, 100, you know, 80 miles to go. Yeah. And I'm like, good. I'm not holding that pace. Good luck, man. Good luck to you, Mr. Daniels. Uh, he ended up winning the King of the Mountain that year. 13, Whoa. I think was his time. So he beat all the Cat One dudes. But we get to the top, and it took us probably about another 20 miles before we caught him. Hmm. And then um, I. Somehow I ended up normally when I go into the sprint at loaded job, I try to find either who's biggest or I try to find whoever I think has the strongest legs. And I try to get on their wheel, right? That way, if they take off, I can cover. Uh, so this year or that year, 2020, that D Daniels guy, he takes off again hmm. about two miles to the finish. And I'm like, this guy's pretty, sh-. I mean, I saw him go up that climb. Like, the dude, the dude's legit. He can, he can ride. And, and, uh, so he took off and I was on his wheel and for a minute there, I'm like, but he's going so early. I'm like, you're going to, I started to get excited. I'm like, you're leading me out. So yeah. in a way he kind of led me out. And then once he was done, I whipped around him and then sprinted to the finish. So that was kind of an interesting, uh, just dynamic with him and learning about his style and stuff later. He's like, I'm not a sprinter. So he's like, I just, <laughs> I knew if I waited too late, I had no chance. So I had to go early. I'm like, best strategy. you let Thanks. me out. <laughs> anyway, that was he's like, you're like, do you know anything about aerodynamics there, my friend? <laughs> That's good. Um, he's like a kind of a skinny little guy, right? Like a climber. Yeah. So I always try to, I always try to find the bigger guys, right? Yeah. Um, but that was 2020. So should we go to 2021? Yeah, man, let's do it. Okay. So 2021. All right. Hey, let's won that one. Let's move up. Let's go cat three, four. Yeah. So now we're getting a little more serious, right? Uh, <laughs> so uh, now I'm I, I joined me dwelling, right? Support yes. the jersey. Yes. And I uh, um come so come uh, into that race. I I I now I'm very familiar with LHM. I uh, and who those guys are. I didn't know all of the guys very well. Uh, so that was, I'll talk about that in a second, but I start the race and, um, Zach West, 
uh, is in that with me. Yeah. So he's one of the, I think one of the only guys I really, I think there was a, maybe a couple other we do only guys, but I knew Zach. And uh, so Zach came up to me and, you know, we were chatting a little bit. He was saying hi. And then literally pretty early on in the race, all of a sudden I hear the referee. He's like, three minutes. And I'm like, first, I didn't, I don't think I heard it the first time. And the next time he says it again, I'm like, well, I'm like, Zach, what is he saying? And he's like, no, there's some guys that went ahead already. Like the, oh my off the front. I'm like, what? And I'm like, who is it? Uh, and, and, uh, so we, Zach and I are like trying to figure it out. Right. Cause I'm sitting back. I'm not pulling at this point. And so finally I come up in front and I'm like, we're going, cause we're going slow. You know how that cat three four works. The yeah. Cat yeah. Four category is like yeah. known for like, I'm not pulling. Yeah. Um, you pull and we'll wait till sprint finish that. To my understanding, that's how cat three has been for a while. So, uh, the cat three four. So we, I start to set a pace now. I'm like, okay, I'm a little worried. They kind of got to me. And, and it was funny because I didn't know who Zach Peterson was or Corey Jensen at that time. But at one point, and they totally had planned this, I was kind of riding by him. And they were like, oh, I don't know who that is off the front, man, but I'm a little worried. And they were totally <laughs> like making this up. And I, I kind of was on to them at this point. I'm like, I don't know, this sounds like they're talking stuff, right? Yeah. But this is how they were writing, you know, they were trying to talk it up so that they didn't have to pull. And that ended up being the story that year for them in that race. That was their strategy. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, Zach Peterson, Corey Jensen, Steve Kaywood, Jess uh, Clay Pierre was in that group that year. Parker and Smith. What? Wasn't Parker Smith in that group yes. too? Yeah. I think Parker Smith was in there too. Yeah. Uh, so they were just talking this game. And then finally, Zach and our trying to figure, he comes up to me, he's like, Ben, he's like, None of the contenders are, are up a front. It's a couple LHM guys that are not going to. So then we're kind of <laughs> like, yeah, I think I'm kind of on with these guys, right? <laughs> so so then I kind of kind of tail back a little bit. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to like burn all my energy trying to chase yeah. these dudes. Uh, and that was what they were hoping, right? That was their strategy. So we get to Strawberry. Uh, I uh, <clears throat> I did I did set the pace there. Um, we go up strawberry, lose a few guys. We're down to like 12. Okay. At this point, 12, 12 guys. You picked one guy up though. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> they pick you up, Stu. Right there, right at the top of strawberry. Yeah. Wow. Um, Stu, I bet I was like mad to see you, Stu. I'm like, Stu, oh why God. are you here? Did I tell you? I'm like, I had a good feeling about you this year. <laughs> good form. I was like, Stu, why are you here? I'm like, ah, I, got, I, I got tubes. Yeah. I got flat. It was still a good I, day. I was so mad. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, still, what the crap, dude? You need to be up there in the category uh, to get on the podium. Oh, uh, oh well. So we pick you up, and, and um, I think you were kind of worried, too. You're like, I'll ride with you guys for a little bit because like, you're like a no man's land. Yeah. And you're kind of like riding off the back so that you don't get in trouble, kind of. Like, well, and we were, we were like the third group off. There's nobody out there. Like, there's no one out there. Yeah. Anyway. Like I know the referee would come by and you kind of like you kind of like drift back a little bit and then you come back and join us. <laughs> so dumb. So you were the only I think you were the only dwelling I had at that point because yeah. I lost everybody else. It was twelve of us, uh, and then we punch one more time. Or actually, no. So we get to Salt Creek, and this is usually I like to lead the charge up Salt Creek, but all of a sudden uh, Steve Kaywood takes off, and then Jess takes off. So I get a little bit nervous, but I'm like, that pace, like, I'm not going to burn all my matches trying to catch them. I'm like, because this is what their strategy has been, right? I'm like, let them go. So we go up, and then there's, um, I think there's, the group does split up. So there's those those two up front, and then me and, like, four other guys, and then there's, like, another six behind us. Get to the top, start riding down, and I'm kind of like, Hey, great. We've got a break here. Let's go catch the guys in front of us. But we weren't working very well. So the group behind us ended up caught catching us. I think Zach was in that group. Um, and now we had like 12 of us again, right? Or 11 of us again. So we, um, we ended up catching the uh, Jess and, and Steve Kaywood. And I think Zach at that point flats. And he actually looked back and he's like, hey, is my tire low? 
I'm like, are you oh. riding tubeless? He's like, no. And I'm like, I think you're good. And then all of a sudden I went down again. I'm like, oh no, you got a flat. He's like, I'm ready. So he's off the back. <laughs> so we lost that. Uh, we come into the, we come into the, into the finish. I think, I think we did lose a couple guys. I think we're down to maybe eight at this point. Okay. And we, we start coming up. There's that one heel I like, that last little puncher before that. Uh, and, and I do, I, I pick it up there and I get, actually get a little bit of a break with one or two guys, but we don't hold it. When we get on the bike path, we all regroup. Hmm. So we have seven or eight of us right there. And uh, we're on the bike path. And I've heard some people attack at the bike path. I'm kind of curious about that. But with this group, I'm like, I don't think I could sustain. So I'm like, it's, a, and, and I had started to develop some friends that were not with the LHM guys at this point. <laughs> so there was two <laughs> other guys. And uh, one of these guys was from Jackson. He's from Jackson. Uh, I forget his name. However, he comes up to me and he's like, do you want a break? I'll work with you. And this other guy will work with us. He's like, unless it's like, you got, he's he actually said, you have pretty big legs. Maybe, maybe you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little skinnier guy, but. That's going to be uh, the like, name of the, that's going to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> the name of the podcast. <laughs> uh ben's legs that's I'm like is that a compliment uh, that's funny uh so he he actually did try to he did try i could tell try to clip up the pace a little bit at one spot um i think one of the turns he tried to like pick it up on the turn to catch, catch people off guard but honestly he didn't he got a little separation i just felt like and i i actually was gonna follow him but i'm kind of like i wasn't right behind him and i'm like i just i don't see it happening this group's too strong nobody's getting away at this point so we, we come in together, all of the group, and, and we're riding in a line. Everybody's moving through the line pretty good, going up to the finish. And I see, uh, I think it's the 500-meter the sign. And if you, you start to turn, right, and there's a little yeah. bit, as we turn, I think I was like third or fourth man back. There, as you start to turn, that there was a little bit of gap in between that sign where we were and our line going into that finish. And I, I'm like, there's my window. Like, I, at that point, I was waiting to cover too. I was very nervous. I'm like, I was like so antsy because like anytime somebody would pick up the pace, I would actually like get out of the line and like go up and like get on their wheels. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't want to get, get caught like four men deep. So at that point, I, I saw that little gap in between the sign and, and, and I just punched it, man. And I just, I'm like all out. Just like, it's all, it's all or nothing. So I punched it as hard as I could. Didn't even look back. Until Dang. I see the sign, and then I, I, I don't know how, but somehow I uh, got it done that day. So, dude, you held on for a long time. That's a long sprint. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little long. Money. Uh, so maybe a little early. Uh, luckily, luckily, I think I I pushed it enough and got a, a bit of a gap and was able to carry that to the finish that year. Super fun, so fun. fun day. Dude, so cool. I don't know if there's very many riders out there that can claim those back to back to back. So. Dude, big kudos. Nice so job, Ben. Cool. Hey, man. So through all this, I got to, I mean, you've done, this is a prolific resume of endurance activities. Um, you got to have some advice, maybe your mantra, your, um, I, I one thing that I, I really admire, Ben, you know, you don't spend a ton of time out from my perspective, you know, um, writing. So maybe advice on how you manage it all kind of how your mindset into going into this stuff. Is it just for fun? Are you super competitive? Maybe just talk about some advice and how you manage it all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think it's a hard thing. Right. And I'll first just say like, we're so blessed. Everybody that rides with me dwell a, um, in some ways it can feel selfish, right? We're, um, we're, we're making friendships, we're riding together. Right. Uh, but it is a little bit selfish. You know, we're, we're doing these races. We're trying to balance our family time. Right. And I have a really supportive wife. Uh, she, she always has a Wednesday spin class that's her day and she gives me Saturdays. And then we, uh, a lot of times work out some of the other days. I would say I've been blessed. I, <clears throat> I have a lot of races I've done in the past. I think it helped me endurance wise to build a really good base yeah i i feed off of that um swimming my whole life i feel like i that helped 
uh, build me into an, an old guy athlete, if you will. <laughs> uh, we're old guy athletes, you and me, Stu. Right. Our forties. I, I love. I do. So, a couple of things I would say. I, I love this quote uh, for me for Lota Giants. Rocky Balboa. He says, "Have you heard the one?" He said, "It's not about how hard you hit." It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you mm. can take and keep moving forward. Yeah, love that quote by the Rocky Balboa. Um, couple things I would say as far as nutrition goes. I've learned that over the, over the years. I'm very pro liquid diet. Mm. Uh, I I will do Carbo Pro. I will do Carbo Pro and New Tablet. I got me through all my Ironmans. I love Tailwind, Spring Gels. I like the Spring Gels, but I try to do a very liquid diet. Um, I'll do some food, but, um, I try to get as much as I can in a bottle. Uh, the other thing I'd say is maybe, uh, just advice goes though, uh, on training every week. I try to do at least one, almost all out neutral, up hmm. any, uh, nice. if I can, or all the way to big or uh, Mill Creek, Mill Creek yeah. is probably one of my favorites because it's yeah. the best thing for your buck. I can get up to Mill Creek and back to my house in like an hour and 10 minutes, right? Right. <laughs> Best bang for your buck. So I, I think that's really important. You've got to really, at least once during the week, you've got to just like go for it, right? Yeah. Uh, push yourself. Uh, and then, uh, and I kind of learned that when I was training for marathons. You, you do track work. you got to train your body to go faster so you break it down and give yourself some rest. I think sprint intervals and things like that are, important uh, and then you've got to pay i call it paying your dues you've got to pay your dues with those longer rides <laughs> so you've got to put in some longer rides to pay your dues to the man otherwise you pay the dues during the race day because you didn't train enough right right uh, a couple other things i'd say just as far as uh being an athlete i would say say thank you hmm. i learned when i did iron bands when i was really struggling struggled most on 26 miles after all of that, right? 2.4 mile swim, 112 bike, and we've got 26 mile run. And, and sometimes on those runs, I can't remember who told it to me, but somebody said, hey, thank the volunteers. And I remember there was one point I was really in pain and I, I started saying thank you to all the volunteers. Yeah. And all of a sudden I wasn't thinking about myself hmm. and I felt better. <clears throat> so nice. I think, and, and we should recognize too, a lot of these people are volunteers. You know, they're, they're, they're not getting paid a ton. They put on races for us. Um, and you know, all the time you and chip and, uh, chipping you, you guys give the team, right? I mean, thank you. I, I say, thank you for all you've done. I mean, it makes it a much more enjoyable experience. And that's what drew me to the dwell is you've got this organization that's it's organized, it's clicking on all cylinders and that it does, it makes it more fun versus it's just kind of a free for all. And, you know, everybody's just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love that. I, I see, I think saying thank you is important. Be humble. There's a lot of guys on the team that we can learn from, even myself included. You know, guys like a Dave Sharp, guys like right. uh, 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 that are not even on the team that we know that you can learn a lot from. Uh, so <clears throat> I try to not do a lot of caffeine, but I I am very big. And I would do this to all my Ironmans. I learned it is you got to have that little lift me up at the end, right? I know yeah. I don't I don't want to finish my races. Uh, tired so i mean you got to pace yourself right but i do whatever i can coming into there just to save a little bit a little bit to just go as fast as i can and finish and it's hard you don't want to leave too much but i'll always take caffeine gel at the like uh five miles before the finish nice. you know just to give me that extra little boost i'll do that gel right right uh so that's maybe the the main advice i'd give if any uh, hopefully that helps those of you that are listening. <laughs> it's good. Uh, you, you can't know, give away all your secrets though, Ben. You can't give it all away, Ben. <laughs> when you're a hack, when you're a hack like me, I can share everything, but not when Whatever, you're like a, you a champion. <laughs> we all know who has a lot of the PRs on the team up a lot of the time. Don't, don't, don't think I haven't noticed. But, you know, I think be the best you can be too. You know, we, everybody's at a different level and, and everybody has a different um, thing that they're trying to aim for. Hmm. Um, so I've listened to some of the podcasts and people are with the team and they have different goals and objectives. And I think whatever yeah. that is, be the best you can be and, and, and 
help the sport and help the team make you a better person, a better athlete, you know, set your goals that, that are realistic where you want to be. And I think that's what makes us all have a fun time. I love that. Anything that you do, I'm, you kind of alluded to it, but I mean, you've been in a lot of painful situation. Like there's not a lot of dudes that are doing Ironman and Wasatch 100s. What is it that you kind of hold on to when it gets real dark, when it gets weird? How do you get through it? You know, I'm not sure how I'd answer that. I think, I, I think I would call that grit. And some of that is just my personality. I would say I learned that at a young age. Uh, I told Charles Smart this, both our kids do swimming. So here's my swimming plug. Mm-hmm. And I swam competitively growing up. Uh, in high school, I'd wake up at 5.30 in the morning to go swim practice. Yeah. And East, East High School, by the way, we practice the same place. They come in seven first period. I don't know how we always go in the morning. But, <laughs> but uh, I, learned, I learned in my swimming how to kind of push through the pain. I think I learned that at a young age, competing mm. in swimming. Nice. And, you know, you do the 500 freestyle and, you know, you, 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 you do that first hundred, you go out too fast and then you're just in pain the rest of the way. So you learn that balance of, okay, you've got to pace yourself, but you've also got to push through that pain. So, and then learning the reward on the other end of, Hey, I finished that and how good it feels to finish. Right. We all know that feeling when you finish loaded job, it feels so good. And yeah. what's that feeling you always have too? I, I don't know if you guys are like me, but sometimes I'm always like, and if I don't, if I don't win or something like that, I'm like, I need to train harder. I could have done this more. I, or mm-hmm. You always have that kind of regret or looking back. I should have done this better, that better. And I think that's what fuels me when it's hard, when it's, when it's hard and you have to push through that, you, you remember like how good it feels to finish. And I think coming through some of those Ironmans, I wake up the next day, I'm like, oh my heck, I just did an Ironman. Like how cool <laughs> is that? And so you learn that feeling and you learn that I got to push through the pain. And you know, if you push through the pain and, and doing Wasatch was interesting because the first time I had done it, I had never run past 30 miles. Dang. So you go, you, so I, I remember, I, I think the furthest run I had done was 32 miles. So I get past that and I'm like, I'm huh. not running this morning. Yeah. What's next? Huh, and what's I'm next? fascinated that if you keep fueling your body, your body will just keep going. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to have pain. Um, but if you push through that, you're going to come out on top and you're going to learn something about yourself that you can dig deeper and you can push yourself past those limits. And that's where, you know, if I were to say any advice from an endurance perspective, it's that it's learning. And that's what's so fun about the sport is learning how, how your body can push past this pain. I think riding with Zach this year, um, he was starting to learn that a little bit. He's like, gosh, I was looking down and he was riding really well this year. He's like, I was looking down at my heart rate. And my heart rate was actually okay. And I was, you know, he's starting to kind of figure out how hard he can push himself. And I think that's, that's what it is. It's, yeah. is learning that balance. That, and, and I will just leave my last thing. Sorry, long-winded. But last thing is that I think that we are all more capable than we think we are. Hmm. And so these tests of these races is learning how hard you can push yourself. And I think more often than not, even if you're going to bonk, you start to learn, okay, I am a lot more powerful than I think I am. And, For sure. and, and uh, you know, that's what's fun is learning, learning how far you can push yourself. and, and and then coming out on top and finishing some of these races that uh, um, maybe we were hesitant or didn't have the confidence, but we ended up end up surprising yourself. And that's where it's fun. And sometimes we do end up surprising ourselves. Yeah. Nice, man. Dude, you're the man. So much great balance. Um, just like, I kind of wish I was one of your kids. I can't wait to see how they turn out, bro. They're going to be like. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? So I don't know. I, I hope my kids are into it. They, sometimes. Uh, we, we set those high expectations, but more than anything, you know, let's have fun, you know? Yeah, I agree. So I want to say thank you though so much for all you do for the team. Really you, um, I think I told you on one of our rides, I'm like, dude, you're like, you're like, remember, uh, uh, there's a song by, they might be giants, like particle man. And he's like, the <laughs> like the podcast man, the, Run your own band, dad, Bishop Rick, and he's the podcast man. I'm like, dude, you do so. Uh, You wear a lot of hats. So thank you for all you do. Yeah, happy to. It's really fun. Um, You know, my best friends have become the guys and ladies on this team, and that is a really fun thing to mix. um, To be able to serve and you know spend time, our fun time, those sunrises together. Um, 
dude, it's the best. It's it's such a great part of my life. And maybe one day, you know, we'll have me dwell a shop. I don't know. We'll see where this goes, but it'll, uh, it, it, it honestly is a pleasure. It's uh, really fun to meet guys like you. And I remember in the spring, I don't know if you remember, but dude, we all did, um, Maverick together. And oh, yeah. we like, we had this huge movie theater filled with just me Duele guys. And when, cool. when, when it ended, we all just stood up and we were like, yes, yes, it, dude. It was just so fun to like, even interact in something like that together with, um, people I want to be with. So my pleasure. That was man. cool. Yeah, it was thanks for organizing that, by the way. Dude, you're the man. Thank you for all your advice. Can't wait to see what's next. Um, anything else? Any final concluding thoughts? You good? No, I'm good. So thanks for all you do. And uh, look forward to riding with everybody. Not, there's nothing like those summer days. It's I like know. Where you, you don't have to put on anything long sleeve and you're just like so comfy and <laughs> velocity gear and you're just riding up the canyon. And Dude. You've got some stamina at that point oh it's best you can get dressed in five minutes and not like 45 this is true all things true <laughs> all right ben thanks so much dude it's great being with you okay have a great day bye